We need revival. We need an awakening. You are listening to a podcast by thisissalvation.com. Hey guys, welcome back for another episode. And today I want to talk about a topic that is kind of difficult when you face it in real life. And the topic is called, I know what God's word says and I will not compromise. And I could go on to extend it saying, I know what God's will says and I will not compromise even if it makes me feel uncomfortable or even if it makes me stand out and even if it makes people hate me because I know what God's word says. And right then and there, I could just leave that and we're done, you know, it's the world's shortest podcast. But I want to elaborate on that. Many times in our life, we will be faced with situations where we have a choice of what we can do. And usually it comes down to, if you're a Christian, it's following God's word no matter what it says, or going along with the cultural norm because that's the most comfortable solution to be in. And I'll tell you this right now, I have not always been perfect in following God's way and God's intentions and God's word. And I've been praying and praying and asking God for me to give me the strength and the courage and the boldness to stand for what God says, no matter how big or how small it may seem to me. And I'm not talking about any specific situations or circumstances or type of events. I'm, I could be, but I'm not right at this moment. But I'm, I'm talking about, you know, you're going to face a time in your life, many times in your life, where you're going to have to choose either God's word and God's way or the cultural norm. And if you choose God's way, you're going to be outcasted. You may be outcasted. You, people might not like you for it. And, you know, it could ruin relationships. It could ruin friendships. It can ruin families. And that's where it gets me. Because when I sit down and I read the word and I see what God says and I believe what God says and I know I'm going to have to stand for what God says, I start to think about my situations and my circumstances and stuff that's not even happening. But I know that possibly one day I'm going to have to face certain situations where it's either God's way or the cultural norm. And what am I going to choose? And I know I'm going to choose God's way. But what gets me all in a rut is that when I choose God's way, it's going to ruin this cultural, social relationship that I have with this person, this person, this person, that person, or this situation or that circumstance, it's going to ruin it. And I know, and it frustrates me and it gets to my heart where I'm like, oh God, I don't want to do that. But I know your word is true and I stand by your word and I believe that your word is true. So I cannot compromise. In Ephesians 5, Verses 10 and 11, it says, Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part of the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. And this verse and these verses are, um, we, we read them all the time. We read over it all the time and we just pass through it. And sometimes we don't really think about the depth of what it's talking about. And I'm reading from the NLT just because I do. And it says, carefully determine what pleases the Lord. So I said, okay, um, let me check what the NIV says. And it says, and find out what pleases the Lord. And then I went to the ESV and it says, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. So I sat back for a second and I started to think about this verse. And I started to think, what is pleasing to God? 
And I'm not just saying, oh, do good deeds, blah, blah, blah. And that's pleasing. Yeah, that is probably pleasing. But I'm. this is in regards to sin and not taking part of sin. And it says, carefully determine what pleases the Lord. So we ought to sit down and think about what situations please, what situations don't please the Lord. What can we be involved in that pleases the Lord? And what can't we be involved in that pleases the Lord? And really think about them. Think about the hard topics. Because it says carefully, and what it means carefully means like take some care to think about it. So I did that, and I started to think, and the more I thought about it, and the more I tried to dissect the situations that I thought would please the Lord and wouldn't please the Lord, and things that I could do that would please the Lord and wouldn't please the Lord, I actually got more and more nervous, and not nervous because I don't believe God's word, but nervous because I realized that there's so many more situations that I'm going to face and I have a choice. Do I please the Lord or do I please these people in our society just so I'm comfortable? And I'm just going to throw out a few topics, a few big ones, and probably a few that you probably never even thought about just so it can get you thinking about the depths of what I think about um, when I read and think about what God says. And, you know, for the, right off the bat, I'm going to say homosexual marriage. And we need to be very careful how we approach this. And I just watched a video tonight where it's like, you know, we should love our neighbors as thyself and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to hate or bash on any gay person. I'm just as sinful as a next man or woman. But when I see a sinful act about to be committed, which is uh, reserved for a holy union between a husband and man, I can't attend a wedding that is between two people of that. Not because I don't like them. Yeah, I like them. They're good people probably, but because of what God's word says, I cannot celebrate in that sin and that will cause an uncomfortable situation where those people might hate me and never talk to me or never visit my family ever again. And that's hard for me to bear, but I will not compromise because of God's word. And how about this one? I don't know where you guys stand on this, but I know what I read and what I stand on. And another topic that I find myself is, okay, what if a man or woman, you know, they cheat or they divorce and they're getting remarried and they're the guilty ones of committing the unfaithful act and they're getting remarried. Do I support that wedding? And we don't really go into depth sometimes when we think about these things, but Really, that's something we should think about. What is a holy union under God, a holy marriage? It's a man and a woman undefiled coming together as one flesh. And if you read in Matthew 19 verse 9, it says, And I tell you this, whoever divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery unless his wife has been unfaithful. So if we're going to attend a wedding and celebrate that wedding where a man just divorces his wife or cheats on her and leaves or whatever it may be, it means you're kind of celebrating his adulteryhood or whatever you want to call that word. You see, and, and that's one of the things that probably people don't think about because it's, it's under the rug. It's not something in the air. And sometimes we don't even know what people's situations are. And I get that. But if we do know, man, we have to make that hard decision. What does God's word say? And what's a cultural norm? And, and I got to choose God's word. I will not compromise. 
that's something we have to seriously think about. And I'll give you another example that isn't related to marriage because I know I'm going to get a lot of emails if I just leave that topic in because this is not a, a, a podcast about marriage. Trust me, it's not. But let's just say you're out, you're hitting up the club with some friends and you're going to drink and you're going to dance the night away. And to you, it just seems like a fun night and whatever. But really, again, carefully determine what pleases the Lord. I'm not saying you can't go certain places, but sometimes it's better that you don't go certain places because is it pleasing God? Is drinking all that stuff going to please God? Is acting like that with your friends and talking like that with your friends going to please God? And just because all your friends are doing it, just because all your, your whatever, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, whoever is doing it with you does not make it right, does not make it God says, oh, it's okay. There, No, that's where we have to decide. What does God's word says? And the God's word says, do not get drunk off wine. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Do not be promiscuous. Do not do these kind of things. You know, don't engage in those kind of activities. And we have to make a stand and say, okay, I stand for what God says. And even though you're going to face ridicule, and maybe those people are like, I don't, okay, don't want to hang out with you anymore. Like, is, that's, that might be the least of it, but it might be worse. And like I said, you might ruin friendships, relationships, family members. And you know what? Just another topic that just came to my head. And it's, and it's, I want to talk about relationships, you know, a girl and a guy, and you are engaging in sexual acts outside of marriage. You're not married yet. And you could be Christians and it does happen in the Christian circle, unfortunately, but you know, not having a part of doing those things with that person. And you have to choose, choose God's way where, you know, I'm not going to commit these acts. I'm not going to um, fornicate and do these things. And if I have to end this relationship and stand for what God says because we can't get this under control, then so be it. And that's where I'm saying it's going to get uncomfortable. And you're going to be put in situations where you don't want to be in because it's so uncomfortable and it's going to change a relationship or it's going to change the course of your life, maybe. But God's word says what God's word says, and you should not compromise. And there's so many more topics. There's so, there's, it's endless, I think. You could go on for days debating and carefully determining what pleases the Lord. And there's so many things. But what I'm trying to say is we need to carefully determine what pleases the Lord. And we need to choose the way of God. No matter what it means, no matter what the consequences, no matter who's going to treat us what way or who's going to hate us, that's not our worry. Our worry should be are we going to follow and stand for what God's word says? And if you see, I didn't just make these things up from the top of my head. I'm not trying to interpret anything, but these are things I've actually thought about. And I just, when I think about these things, I, I dig into, if you've seen, I dig into the word of God. Okay, I want to know this answer. Say, God, what do you say about homosexual marriage? God, what do you say about uh, adultery? God, what do you say about fornication? God, what do you say about drunkenness? And I, I go to the word because God's word is God inspired and breathe and it's perfect and it's made to correct us so, so that we live in according to God's will. And I go to that word to find those answers. And when those answers are in the word, you have a choice at the end of the day. Do I follow God's word 
or do I compromise? And I'm here to tell you today, if you're a Christian and you're following God, it's going to get uncomfortable. People are not going to like you. You may ruin many things around you. But you should not compromise with whatever God has said in his word because his word is true and his word is the ultimate authority and it is our guide to this life. So it's something to think about. If you have any topics of your own and you can't decipher them or think about them properly or you can't find an answer, message me, talk to me, we'll talk about it. But I'm telling you, Search the word for the answers because you are going to be in situations and you're going to need to know how to answer them and what to stand for and what not to stand for. Anyways, you just heard it. Go tell someone else. We'll talk to you guys in a few days. 